Kathy. Hey, Stacy. Are we GHing? Yes, we are. Woo! I'm so excited. All right. So this week we are still in season 61, obviously, because it just started. We're episodes 37 to 41. Sorry, my, my eyes just stopped working for a minute. I was like, what is happening here? How do your eyes just stop working? I don't know. Like they just like stopped paying attention to what I was reading. Mm. Legit. I just, mm. they went on vacation without me. Spoilers. I'm going with medium spoilers. Are you kidding me? I'm okay. serious. What is happening? Strong disagree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Before we get started, I wanted to talk about how great this week was in the soap. Maybe it should be crazy fucking spoilers because of that. But really, there was so much I loved about this soap. I loved it. I love I honestly, we talked about it last week. The writers are back absolutely 100%. You can't convince me that I'm wrong. But there was so much that they did in this week that brought me back to why I watched the soap in the first place. It's such a soothing hour of time, in my case multiple hours because I had to watch a few episodes in order, but at the end of a really stressful day to kind of dive in. So Big thank you and love and hugs to General Hospital. I cannot strongly disagree with her medium spoilers enough. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. All right. But well, if you're listening, there's stuff that there's shit that went down. So if you and need to go back and watch the episodes before you listen to this, please do. If you haven't watched Friday, do that before listening to this episode. Do it. I'd like to thank Beth again for Beth! confirming. <gasps> TJ was kidnapped as a child by Cyrus Renault and tortured by Mason. As a teenager, specifically, yeah. she said. That's what I meant to say. But again, my brain is broken. My eyes are broken. My body is broken. I do not recommend helping your mother move. It's a lot of work physically <laughs> and mentally. And that's what happened to me this week. All right. <laughs> Let's get into the happenings. <sighs> I had to put my glasses on so I could see. <laughs> old so lady. Your eyes are broken too. Okay, keep going. That's not the right music for that old lady. <laughs> not. We're now going into softcore porn in the 70s. <laughs> Woo. All right, Stacey, you got it. I am so all over the place. Okay, even though I saw this coming, I gasped. What? When Anna shot Charlotte. Oh. I gasped out loud by myself. Oh, I gasped. That's why you needed crazy fucking spoilers. Well, and there was another thing that happened on Friday as well that just out of nowhere, no frame of reference. But you cannot convince me that Kathy is right. I think Charlotte burned down the house, broke into Anna's oh, hotel no. room. Oh, oh, no. I think God. it confirmed what I was saying by how this went down. Keep going. She clearly is the one who broke into Anna's hotel room. She stole the keys. She's telling Jake, this is the key to my happiness. Like, Charlotte's going down a dark path. You cannot convince me Kathy's right. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean. Like, I knew when Anna took the gun and she didn't, they just kept showing that she didn't lock the trunk. And like, I knew what was happening. I knew Charlotte bringing her backpack was going to be the way that she was escaping from trick-or-treating. and. 
her flashlight looked like a gun. Like, and it's totally clearly going to break up Anna and Valentine. Oh gosh, I think none of these things. I How? think almost the exact opposite. First of all, I totally agree with you. Like the way oh, and I I want to know if Anna specifically shot to kill, but I think she shot to injure because she wants to torture whoever's in her place. Oh, I, I agree with that. So, okay. so the first thing that happened this week is Anna got Maxie's apartment, which was key to this whole thing, which is great. And it was a great little scene. Then she rejects her bodyguard, which had also been, you've been leading up to that, especially with last week with how anxious it was making her. So those two things, I get my own apartment and I reject my bodyguard, are great. Then you find out that she has a trunk full of old documents that Robert helps her bring in. Get it from Robin. Doesn't Robin live in California or something? Like just magically appeared? I don't know. But she's got this trunk full full of old documents and she's going to go through it like a detective, like a super spy. My anger with the super spy thing is as a super spy. When you come back and you're like, hmm, my key is missing, you hunt down that key. She just did not, it did not phase her one bit. Yeah. And she just had the super letter in. No, change my locks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a super spy, not one little chain on the door is not going to do it, Miss Super Spy. But regardless. And when you're not home, of course the chain's not going to work because you can't engage it. Exactly. So I totally agree with you with the flashlight and the hoodie and the backpack and all that. But what my thinking is, if Charlotte was the one that burnt down Anna's house, she would have come in with pyrotechnics. Instead... No, because she doesn't want to hurt anybody else. It's now an apartment. Nope. Instead, she goes to the box of documents and goes through it looking for some sort of evidence. That is not a pyro. That is not an arsonist. As an arsonist, you possibly burn the documents, you leave voodoo dolls all over. None of that was happening. None of that was happening. She's trying to destroy Anna, is my thought. I think she was trying to get evidence. I think Valentine is going to feel super, super guilty about this whole thing, about not telling Anna. About you know, And Laura is going to feel guilty, too, about letting Charlotte go off by herself when he knew shit was going down. Um, just a lot. I think I don't think Valentine and Anna are. I mean, eventually, I think they're going to break up because Valentine has to be with Nina. But regardless, I don't think it's necessarily going to tear them apart, like romantically. Although it could. But I think I, he's going to say, "You shot my fucking daughter. I just can't get it's past his it." Even fault. though I, I, I know. So I, I think he's just not going to be able to get past it. Mm. Well, he is a baby, so maybe we'll see. But it was great. I, I mean, not that it's great that Charlotte got shot, but like. Finally, like we we know for a fact that Charlotte's being manipulated and by also, dead Victor. But she is also like a manipulator. Like she she's is a Cassidyne. Of course, manipulating. She is. She's trying to manipulate her counseling. She's manipulating her friends. And Jake and Danny are brothers, right? Um, they're both Jason's kid. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I don't think I've ever seen Danny. Except as a child in old Yeah, episodes. it was the first time I think we've seen... I have a note about that. In fact, that's one of my happenings. But oh, sorry. Unless you get to it first. Okay, no, no, no. But I'm going to go into the next happening. Are you ready? I this think is Charlotte all for is you. burning dark. Okay. But this happening is literally for Stacy. This happening has a big heart around it. Like, 
imagine Drew's face in a heart on a Valentine, a Valentine, Valentine on a Valentine to Stacy. Drew is back. Not only well, did and he- that's the other thing that I thought was shocking, like the way that they just yeah in the mirror, like in the in the window of of oh, Kelly's. That was creepy. Um, I thought it was beautiful. Are you kidding? He was part of the preview, and it looked like he was like dun, dun, dun. I don't know in a funhouse mirror. It was really romantic in the dark lights of Kelly's. They get to hug. I love you so much. You're back. How are you back? I don't know, but I'm here. I came right straight to you. So romantic. I was like, <sighs> Stacey's heart must be growing three times. Stacey's heart was just confused, to be fair. <laughs> I wrote, so these are my notes. Drew is released. Stacey can be happy now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's my happening. I think I'm going to go with Diane asked Robert out on a date. Mm. And I almost freaked out on Anna when she was like, I need you right now. And I was like, because she was very clear. You better not screw this up. This is your only chance. And I was like, if Anna screws it up, because Robert's like, I need to go get a tux and whatever. It was really cute. And Diane just, I don't know, showed her boss lady pants to Scott when he was harassing Robert. And she was like, I think it's time for you to leave. You've clearly exhausted all of your legal options here. <laughs> it was yeah. just so cute. That whole scene was cute. I loved it. It was cute. I loved it too. And I'm going to switch up my happening. I'm going to go with something different because this is more important that I can move the other thing to the musings. They really spent a ton of time this week developing Lois's character. Oh my God. And I love her more than I've ever loved a new character in a really long time. I wrote that down. I mean, she's not new because they keep doing the flashbacks, but new, recently new. But <gasps> I'm a math dork. And so her math off with Leo, like I was almost texting Kathy. I thought of you. I thought of I, you. Well, we didn't get I, to watch this week together except for one episode. So that's why we're – anyways, keep going. It's your it's your happening. And no, I no, no. That was one. So that was one. So they had her, you know, brainiac contest with Leo. Like so smart. Which is so, awesome. So like developed because – they could have just played her off as a stupid person, like as a non-entity, like an airhead. Like it seemed like that might be where the, she was going, you know, like, I don't know, whatever the story at the butchers was. I was like, Ugh. okay. But then her and Albert Einstein, Leo, they were so cute doing their math off. And Okay, but go back to the – so my first one, the first scene that really developed her character was with Sonny and it was when she cooked for him. Mm-hmm. She took over his kitchen and cooked a phenomenal meal for him, not letting the chef cook to show and us that she could cook. Kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she basically, you learn that she has a great relationship with Sonny from the Bensonhurst days. She's a good cook. Then she comes in and, and she's Stacy level math. And then she oh, goes. Se- several degrees higher than Stacy. And she goes and she encourages Eddie. She has, not only does Eddie have a flashback as a result of her knowing the length of the Brooklyn Bridge, but then she hears him playing and she goes in and she gives him advice and encouragement. She's like, you're on to something, just stay with that same feeling. So you also learn that she's a musician. You know, it does back up the fact what Brooklyn was telling Tracy, which was she's not an unsuccessful person. So... I'm excited about the Lois character. And it's been the first time in a long time that I've been excited about a new character like that. Just the possible different ways 
she could go. And so it was really nice. I really enjoyed it this week. All right. Are we ready for fashion first? I have so much fashion. It's such a weird thing. I, I'm really going to get some sleep and, and have more fashion. But I did, like, previously, I did not like, there was, Laura was wearing an autumny reddish orange blazer. And I did not like it on them. I didn't, I thought, I think it was Laura. I did not like the coloring against her skin. But then Diane was wearing one and it looked amazing. Mm. Well, you know, different colors look good on different people. Oh, I know. I just, it was, it was so interesting that they had such a, so close together that I was like, it's very autumn, I guess. So my first note. My closet space with a jacket that color though, to be clear, (laughs) would just have limited uses. So go ahead. My first note is Ava. I loved the shirt and the necklace she had on. But the jacket was long, black, and as Stacy quoted, too pleathery. It was just too much, and it needed to be gone. Because she looked underneath it, the green of the shirt, the necklace she had on, her makeup, everything, and her hair. Her hair is getting longer. She just looks beautiful. I think Brooklyn also had a jacket that was too pleathery for Stacy. Maybe that was the jacket. I, that I, was thinking, was I don't too- remember Ava's jacket, <clears throat> but I do remember Brooklyn looked like she was wearing... It looked like such, such fake leather. I'm all, she's a quarter main. Yeah. On Wednesday, Ava had this really long coat that just kind of covered everything. And it was just not good. I loved Lois's pink sweater that she had kind of draped over one shoulder, not the other, with this bright pink and kind of orangey flower on it. I thought that was a great look. I loved Cody and Sasha's Halloween costumes. I loved everybody's Halloween costumes. Yes. I thought everybody's Halloween costumes were great. I did not understand Trina's costume. <laughs> At first. Oh, she was like Little Red Riding Hood and he was the wolf. Great. I got that. But on- at first, when Josh is helping her. <laughs> I thought she was going to be a pirate queen, which I was like, this is great, pirate queen. And then when he showed up as a wolf and she called him a werewolf, I was like, a yeah, werewolf and a pirate queen? Yeah. And then I realized she had the red hood on and I was like, oh, okay. I just feel like that was telegraphed <laughs> wrong. <laughs> and I, I had know. a hard time with Joss's costume. Yeah, what was I, Joss? I think she must have been like sexy Alice in Wonderland. That's all I could think of. Did she have like kitty ears on though no it was a big black bow oh which okay. alice in wonderland does have a bow i think like a headband she has a headband okay that's all i could figure out but they're in college so everything has to be the slutty version i loved felicia's autumny shirt she's worn that a couple of times it yeah. looks really really pretty maxi's shirt however was a hard pass for me it was definitely checkerboard gingham tan with poofy sleeves and just it was wrong i did not like it did not enjoy it um that's all i have that's all you have okay so i have tracy's shirts so and then i have christina's outfit so christina's outfit on monday at charlie's was awesome she had like this white collar with a black sweater and then when she goes to visit molly at the end she also looked great so i think They've passed a marker on Christina's outfit. Like, we, I think we're finally getting into she looks good consistently. Oh, and then did you realize that Laura's red shirt was 
a, almost a halter. What? Yeah. So she had a black coat on, so you couldn't tell. But the red shirt basically was just a halter around her neck. There was no sleeves to it. I kind of feel like maybe just let her not constantly be in suits. I don't know. Let's see what fashion Laura has. Come on now. (laughs) All right. So I I don't think we hit it, but Tracy had two shirts that sort of ballooned out at the bottom just making her look very wide they weren't flattering yeah it was first a red shirt and then she switched into a black shirt same basic style we didn't care for it nope i did love alex's deep alex's alexis's deep v shirt that she had on on friday's episode with the necklace sexy awesome okay all right and i'm excited to see um robert's tux (laughs) very excited all right done with fashion time for musings all right i i really think that they gave the new molly time off to learn how to be molly Mm -hmm. which i think all of the other replacements were not given the opportunity to do it i'm not saying they could have but The difference between the episode where this Molly made her appearance at the Savoy versus Friday's episode, markedly different and better. And she had chemistry with people, which I think also like even just hanging out with the other actors was good. But like her and Christina had the best chemistry ever. I loved it. Well, and and the dialogue was better. She was not a whiny poop. She was Yeah, the dialogue definitely was better, but also the facial expressions, the animation of the body, just the the interaction seemed more real and less I'm I'm reading from my sixth grade play. Absolutely agree. But as they said, Davis sisters were back. And I loved the comment that Christina made about, of course it's a girl. Hello. <laughs> And then at the end, when Alexis was like, we're just missing Sam. And I really feel like they listened to our podcast or they listened to some sort of Reddit around the fact that you took a phenomenal chemistry of three sisters and you screwed it up while you tried to deal with this weird ass shit from a strange Molly, like alter, alter uh, identity. But Molly never would have said some of the things that were being said over the last two, three months. Like, a lot of it was weirdly fabricated. So I feel like the writers came back and they were like, um, we're getting back to where we were with the Davis sisters. So I was very grateful for that. I actually, 100%, you gasped when Charlotte got shot. I cried when they hugged and they talked about their argument. I was like, <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> I loved like the playfulness they had and like teasing Alexis and I just it was really well done and segueing off of that to the other Davis sister I really loved the scene between Carly and Sam yeah it was great a lot of history Um, yeah and just I loved how they sort of owned like if you had said we would be friends like this you've been like not in a million jillion years right like yeah no, it was great. And the other reunion or makeup conversation was Brooklyn and Tracy. And that was earned. What was nice is it was kind of like hard at the beginning of the week where Tracy was still being her usual, you will talk to me. And Brooklyn's like, no, I'm not. 
And then the beginning of their argument was so impactful. But by the time, you know, Brooklyn was like, you are taking away my confidence by insisting that I go your route. And I feel like that sort of got through to Tracy. And then at the end, when she was like, I'm going to do my best. And Tracy was like, of that, I am sure. I was like, that's as much of a hug as Tracy's ever going to give her granddaughter. But I really liked it. I was like, okay, this is back to, yeah, I I liked that much better. She can be a dick to Lucy. She can do whatever she wants. But the fact that she was being kind of so awful to Brooklyn just never sat right. So the fact that Brooklyn stood up for herself and Tracy kind of acquiesced, I liked that. Washing apples is also not sexy. (laughs) (laughs) I I just can't. A lot of cleanliness in that relationship. Um, Okay, can we go back to the kids for a minute? So we got our wish. We got tons of kids, all of the kids, except for Rocco, I think. But it was so neat to have the kids talking to each other, James talking to Wiley and Donna talking to Avery and Scout and Jake and and Georgie and yeah, and Aiden's communication with Avery. And it was- hear about Cameron's girlfriend. Yuki. Yeah, we got a name. I mean, it was really well done and so much fun. And I know it's hard like to have so many children probably on set and keep them coordinated, but you couldn't tell. Like it felt, it was so much fun and the whole cornhole competition. And again, there were so many things about this week that brought the unity and the family and the interactions and how they work and nothing felt staged. There were a few awkward things, but like for the most part, especially with the kids, it felt really normal and it was fun to see their costumes. I did not really like where Laura ended with Cyrus. She basically said that he could have access to her grandchildren, but on her terms. And no, that's not Laura's call, first of all. It's Esme's call. And if Esme doesn't want Cyrus around that baby, then fuck off. I don't think Laura... I think she gave it and just like, this is my family. And I don't give a shit. If you are a psychopath, you do not get to be around this kid. So that's my thought on that. I have strong feelings. I think Laura should have just said, get the fuck out of my house. Stay away from those children. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think I went there with that, but I get what you're saying. She was like, it'll be on my terms. I was like, no, it shouldn't even be her terms. It's not her baby. Yeah. I The Adam Stalker thing is getting more intense. Is he kind of trying to rip out his hair at the end of it? Yeah. 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 It's getting creepy. So we'll see. I do feel bad for him. I think he is a poor, misunderstood kid, and he's going to need some serious counseling. I think he's been abused by his parents. Yeah. Awesome. But awesome and I, awful. Whew. Um, Michael is continuing to lie to Willow. Mm-hmm. And it's is Harmony well. saying don't trust Nina or don't trust Michael? Unclear. Mm. And his whole, I didn't think you wanted to go on that trip. What? Come on. Yeah, no, it's weird. Um, Ava knows that Nick is alive now, but Austin lied about it. And the only trajectory I can see for Austin right now, because his character is basically on a path. I think the only trajectory is death. Like 
what is the, how is he going to come out of this? I think he can redeem himself by undermining Cyrus and Mason. That's how he can redeem himself. He can work with Sonny to take them down. He could have. He still can, I think. Mm, I'll see it when I, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. I, I'm not saying it's what's going to happen. I'm saying that is his only path to redemption. Oh, I see. There's a buyer for Spoon Island. Who do we think it is? Nicholas do we think it's Cyrus? Or Cyrus. I feel like it's going to be Cyrus. I feel like it's it going to be his be evil lair. Like he's going to be the new Spider-Man villain. <laughs> Only villains live on Spoon Island. <laughs> it could also be Nicholas. It would be funny if it was Nicholas, though, because he fucking gave that to Ava. Like, what an idiot. Well, because she blackmailed him into it. So Scotty still wants his pen, and now Lucy's like, I don't know. I think Yuri has it. And he's like, oh, Yuri. <laughs> I'm dying. I was like, is this pen thing going to become this through line with Scotty? <laughs> what is with the pen? Is I don't know. Motor pen? Does he have state <laughs> secrets hidden inside it? Some of the pen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The only other thing I have is Sasha and Cody's building romance. I I just have a note that I think they're doing a really good job at this. Between the scene with Sam and Dante where they're like, you know, Sasha's offering to help him build. And then the scene in the, the apartment when he's trying to help her with trick-or-treaters. And he's happy for her that she's going to be the face of deception again. I just love how this is kind of building i want to know where jake is i agree with you about sasha and cody but where's jake he went to go follow charlotte he's not answering his phone and anna beat him if he was actually following charlotte did charlotte hurt him did he get lost why isn't he answering his phone wow i hadn't thought about that That's a good question. I just, like, where is he? What's happening? But on that note, where is Jake? All right. Which is kind of fun because that's Kathy's son's name. And I, <laughs> I know I said that and I thought of my son. I didn't think of my son when you said Jake the first time, but then when I said, where is Jake the second time? Like, where is Jake? I right now, him. it is only I, I love uh, her son, Jake, 9.30 in the morning. So my son will be asleep for another couple of hours. But it's like really 10.30. That's of the time true. Change. That's true. Maybe we'll see him before noon. Who knows? Anywho, we really appreciate you and we hope you have a wonderful week. And if you agreed or disagreed with anything we said or want to add something such as Beth or want us to talk about things, let us know. We love it. Please share. Drop us a review. Tell your friends about us. Also, because if you go back a few episodes, we asked for things and the writers are listening. So to the writers. And we will talk to you next week. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.